Hello and welcome to the WordPress Chick Podcast. Brought to you by the WPChick.com. WordPress explained for those of us who get headaches when we hear words like PHP and functions, but want to make money with their WordPress sites. No boring code snippets here. Just WordPress happiness made easy. Now, here's your host, Kim Doyle, the WordPress Chick. Hey, what is up? What up, what up? We're almost end of January. I can't believe it. Welcome to the WordPress Chick Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Doyle, the WordPress Chick. This is episode 132. Thanks so much for joining me. And today we are going to talk about course creation, a little rant, <laughs> and an effortless start to 2017. I do have to pre-qualify you guys. This stupid cough is kind of lingering, so <laughs> I'm not sure... Um, how I'm going to do this here. So bear with me if I have to cough or pause or, (laughs) you know, um, I'm using uh, Zencaster, which I know I can uh, pause, but I I may just keep going. So I apologize in advance, but I've got a lot to talk to you guys about today. It's been an interesting first month of the year, but but good. So first of all, the reason I, I wanted to talk to you guys about course creation is because of a recent experience I had. And I'm going to preface this by saying that course creation does not have to be difficult. I know that that's saying a lot, but there are simpler ways to go about creating courses that won't leave you feeling like you need a PhD to get it launched or become a funnel hacker or master 12 different pieces of technology, piece them together, you know, spend months researching platforms, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> It doesn't need to be like that. But before we get into course creation, I have a little bit of a rant today, guys. (laughs) I'm just going to call it. It is what it is, right? Oh, probably should have been standing up. I've been sitting too long today. But I do have a little bit of a rant today. And unfortunately, this is what happens when you have a platform and you have an awesome audience that goes along the journey with you. (laughs) Uh, Every now and then you guys get maybe you get more than you bargained for and for putting up with me in that. I appreciate it. But I do think this is going to resonate with a lot of you guys. And um, for those of you that don't agree with this, I was going to make a bunch of definitive statements, but I don't have a crystal ball and I'm not going to pretend to do that for anybody. But I've had some very interesting experiences lately and something has become glaringly apparent to me. So first of all, before I get into this, I just want to remind you guys that I do live by um, this hashtag, F the hustle, right? I am sick of being told to hustle and grind and sacrifice my life to build a business, okay? That being said, it takes work, right? I'm not afraid of work. I'm not afraid of hard work. But, you know, in this space... It's interesting to me because I, I see a lot of changes happening in this space. And when I when I say this space, I'm, re- I'm referring to, I don't know why I have to repeat things twice. <laughs> oh, it's going to be an interesting show. I'm referring to internet marketing, blogging, social media, this whole quote unquote space, right? We're not, we're not in the health niche or something. Um, but I do see things shifting and changing massively. You know, on one hand, you've got all these things changing, meaning technology is changing. Things are getting easier. I, I believe websites are becoming much more of a commodity. And that's why I think you're going to see a lot of people getting out of that space. 
in terms of building, sorry, I just had to snap at my dogs, in terms of, you know, their a business being built solely on creating websites for, for people. Because there, there's too many tools, there's too many platforms, there's a handful of ways that the everyday business owner can go get this stuff done cheaply and quickly. Is it going to be done correctly? Is it going to be optimized? I don't know. You know, that's not the point. But I, I think there's a big shift happening there. And you see that with the amount of visual builders. People want ease of use. People want control over stuff. And there will always be space. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that if you build websites for clients that, you know, you're going to be out of business. I don't mean that at all. I think you're going to have to work harder. I think you're going to have to really be able to sell the value of working with you and what differentiates you more. So, you know, people would ask me, I remember John saying, John Perez asking me like, how do you get websites? You don't even have a portfolio. You don't ever talk about it. And it's because I created content, right? And I established myself as someone who understood WordPress. So there was that, but you have to really be able to differentiate yourself today. And at the end of the day, I think the bigger question is, is that something you want to do? And for me, the answer was no. I'm so going off script, so I don't know where this is going. <laughs> and not that I use a script, you guys, but I told you I write the post out. Um, I literally said to my therapist a week ago that I would rather go get a job than continue building websites. She was like, really? <laughs> I said, well, yeah, because that's how it feels. It's just that here, I'm. It, it's almost like, um, gosh, I'm trying to find a good analogy. You know, like if you... This is probably a far reach, but you know, how would that feel if you were, um, a total fashion fanatic, right? You loved clothes, but you couldn't spend a penny of your paycheck where you worked and you worked in a a great clothing store whose clothes you loved. Or, you know, you're a diabetic and you're working in an ice cream store and you love ice cream, but you can't eat it or something, you know? So that's how it feels to me sometimes when I'm working on other people's businesses, but I'm sitting at the computer with WordPress and and all these tools and apps and things that I use all the time. And I want to be building my, my business, you know, and I read a quote recently and I've got another awesome quote for you guys today, but I read a quote that was, you know, I'd rather spend the time building my dream than someone else's. And that's not to say you can't do both, but the point is you have to really decide do you want to shift and change along with these changes? I just, I, I think there's going to be a lot. There's a lot changing. Um, on the other hand, people are people. <laughs> How's that for wisdom? Uh, no matter what we do when there are people involved, there's going to be a certain amount of psychological factors that come into play with any interaction, especially when you bring money into the equation, right? We all have our own money story and you're going to bring it with you to every interaction, to every you know, transaction, however you want to look at that. But we all have our own preconceived ideas of what is worth the money and what it isn't worth the money. Now, on one hand, we're not all qualified to make those decisions, right? How many people have, and I'm just using websites as an example. So for those of you who don't, bear with me, because you can probably take your product or service and plug it in here, right? But how many times have you put together, you know, a proposal for a website, let's say, and someone just doesn't think it's worth the money? Oh, you know, and they're like, well, WordPress is free. I can go build that, right? Or blah, blah, blah. And they don't see the value in it. Well, they don't have your knowledge and understanding 
your skill set, your the training, all the work that you've put into being qualified to produce something that's going to represent their business, they don't see the value. So you either need to get really good at selling it or decide you don't want to work with those people, which is why I decided a long time ago that I didn't work with local clients. You know, I've got, um, the only reason I'm doing a local brewery site is because I know the people, you know, one of the owners and she understands the value. She does marketing for a living and her husband's part owner. Um, but other than that, it was like, I didn't want to convince people. It was, it was frustrating to me that I would have to convince people why they needed a web presence, why they needed to grow an email list and, not knowing and being open is very different than not knowing and thinking you know better, right? So what's been interesting for me and all of this, you guys, is is this online space. And I do not understand what it is about this space that makes people think there isn't going to be work involved. I, I mean, did you just, you know, and when I say you, I mean universal you. Obviously, I'm not talking to anybody individually. I don't know. Is it is it just there's such great copy out there, you know, that they've bought amazing products, the promises of riches, which I think is half of it, right? It's this this promise of, you know, and not to call people out, guys, but we're gonna I'm just gonna pull in an example. And there this isn't a judgment, but it's a it's an observation. One of these days I will stop pre-qualifying for fear of offending anybody. But Look at Russell Brunson, right? He's created ClickFunnels, great product, and my account's on pause. Why? Because I can do almost everything he's done with, with other than a checkout, a sales, I mean, a, a cart, right? But I've purchased Thrive Content Builder. Thrive provides great content, teaches you how to use their stuff. And so, but you look at, at, at ClickFunnels and half of his copy is learn how, you know, I'm making $17,184 and it's literally, I don't know if that's the number, but they get that specific with this one funnel every day in this niche, right? And we're giving, we're giving away a free account, everything they do. He knows what he's doing. He is a marketer through and through. And the product, I'm not going to get into good, bad, indifferent. I've used it. I like it. Doesn't do to me what I can do. It just, you get my point. The whole thing is, who's not going to see that? Here's a great example. Got to keep the water going. They ran a, so ClickFunnels ran a recent affiliate bootcamp. Okay. And I, and I watched the whole thing, but basically it was, here's how to um, make, I forget what the dollar promise was, because you get a 50% commission um, as an affiliate and their base product is $97 a month. So you sell one ClickFunnels account and you're making 50 bucks a month, right? Great promises, right? So, oh, all you need sell a hundred, give away a hundred accounts because they've got free trials, all of that. And not only will you get the affiliate commission, but we'll make your car payment. There's a lot of stipulations. You get to drive around a car with uh, ClickFunnels stickers on it, <laughs> according to their rules. Um, you know, sell two hundred, get get give away two hundred accounts, and of course, mind you, the the giving away because they do free trials, so. You can give away 100, give away 200, and those people have to then obviously keep those accounts too in order for you to get the prizes and the commission and whatnot. Um, and we'll make your car payment up to $1,000 a month. Well, you step back and you think, how hard can it be to give away 
a hundred accounts, right? Like really, I mean, that's a small percentage of my list. Like I could give away a hundred ClickFunnels accounts, but here was the challenge with that. You have a bunch of people and there was somebody that did a free Facebook group. He's actually not working for ClickFunnels because he did such a good job just providing content and support and training throughout this affiliate bootcamp contest. So you take that. And if you have all kinds of people who are desperate to get out, to get out of a job, desperate to, you know, make a thousand bucks a month to cover some bills to whatever that is, but to, to make their own dreams happen or whatnot. So you take, I'm just going to throw numbers out here, guys, but let's say you have 200 people that sign up for this thing. It's not a level playing field. You cannot teach 200 random people the exact same thing and they're all going to get the same results. It's it's just not going to work that way. And basically, and you guys, this is a simple example. Please know that I'm not here to bash ClickFunnels. I, they, they've worked very hard to create a product and do trade. I'm not knocking them. Okay. And like I said, I still have an account. It's on pause. But if you don't have, if you've never run a Facebook ad, what do you think is going to happen when you try to follow instructions with, you know, 200 other people, which we know that they probably had thousands signed up for that affiliate bootcamp. If you're all following the exact same instructions, you've never run a Facebook ad. Do you honestly think you're, everyone's targeting the same people? Everyone's using the same type of copy because they're like, sure, take Russell's copy, take his images, do, use whatever we've got. Well, basically, it's whoever's got the biggest budget is going to get the best conversions, right? So <laughs> my rant with this is people want, you know, we're so hungry for that magic pill, for lack of a better word. And, you know, find me someone who says, no, I want to do it the hard way. <laughs> and I'll show you somebody who's probably not living in reality. The truth is, you know, nobody wants to to have to, the idea of saying, Here's a better example. Had someone told me nine years ago that it would have taken me this long to get to this place, and I don't partially income, partially mindset, but had someone told me that, I would have been like, I'll be like, you know, making six figures a month in a few years. Because I believed it. I I read everything and I I wanted it. So, you know, for for anybody who has, has bought into this, First of all, there's nothing wrong with you. You are human. That is it. Again, I don't know anybody who loves the idea of putting in hours and hours of work in hopes of it paying off, right? There is no crystal ball. You could, there's no guarantee that you're going to work your ass off and, and make money. Period. You can work really, really hard in this space and still not make a penny. Trust me. I have been there. I've done it, you know? And so what happens? When you step back and and you've done this and you think, do you guys remember I shared with you and I'm going to have to find, it was a solo show and I want to say it was towards the end of last year, but I was sharing a story about um, a friend of mine who was in a Facebook group and somebody just kind of went off the group, the, the, it was a private group for a course on um, making money with webinars, I think, or how to do a five figure webinar. She just had had it, you know, I, 10 weeks later, and I have nothing to show for this. You know, I'm tired of being told to buy different software. I'm tired of being told to do this, you know, and after 10 weeks, I've got nothing. And it's like, where do you think, truly, it, it only takes 10 weeks to go from zero 
to X amount of dollars a month without work, investment, struggle, challenge, ups, downs, wins, losses. 10 weeks, you guys. Again, go. let's go back to some sort of brick and mortar business. Do you know how long it took me? I don't know if I ever shared this, you guys. I, I had a real estate license at one point, right? This was when I was going through searching for what I wanted to do outside of retail management. Do you know how long it took me to make a first commission? I got to pay for the course to get the license and I got to pay to take the test. And then I had to go work with, like just show up and put time in, you know, and get taught the business before I got like a $3,000 commission. I was just doing loans at the time. No, thanks. My realtor who just sold my house, look at the hell she went through. She got a great commission, but she certainly worked for it for like eight months. So this idea that, that creating an online business isn't going to require work. And I don't think, I am a little ranty, I know, which I, I warned you guys. And I'm not saying that I think people are out there thinking it's not going to be work, but you got to keep going. You know, what happens when you get to this place is you need to start looking at the type of work you're doing. There are a lot of ways that you can keep yourself busy, quote unquote, doing work. But let's be honest, we both know what is and isn't going to pay the bills. Spending hours, weeks, or months planning and preparing things isn't work. It's procrastination. It's a distraction. At some point, you're going to have to make an offer. At some point, you have to have something to sell. And I am speaking to myself, okay? I Anybody who's listened to this podcast, how many how many quote-unquote offers have I ever even made on this show? How many downloads I got a, a month, you guys? How many times have I come out and said, hey, go to this link, I've got this thing for you to buy? Like, I haven't. Mind you, that wasn't the purpose of the podcast, but I, I always look at it that people who listen to the podcast are probably my ideal audience. Most people, right? If you've hung, if you stuck with me this long, something resonates with you. We should do something together. Maybe the stuff I'm doing now doesn't resonate with you, but that's fine. But the point is, you have to have, you have to make an offer. Remember, offers, leads, and sales. You have to have something to sell. And then, of course, you need people to make that offer too. You know, it's better to start building that list of subscribers and potential customers from day one until something is perfect. I see people doing this all the friggin' time, or they don't have, they don't know what to do for a lead magnet. Guess what? Google how to create one. Google what is a lead magnet. (laughs) I don't know if this was the best day to do this. I am in rare form. So I was talking to my friend Deanna today, and we were discussing this. It's, I, I get we don't know what we don't know, but anybody who's got an online business knows what Google is. If you Google the term I'm going to do it right now. Let's just have some fun with this. What is a lead magnet? Let's do how to create a lead magnet. How about that? How to create a lead magnet. Um, How to create a lead in Minecraft. That's an interesting one. All right. So we've got 1,060,000 results. And of course, we've got from Entrepreneur, how to create a lead magnet that actually gets leads, right? Create your customer persona first. You guys, I didn't click through to any articles but you've got Amy Porterfield, Digital Marketer, Infusionsoft. There's, there are plenty of ways to learn how to do this, right? But too often than not, people just decide, oh, well, I can't, I don't, I don't know what to do. I'm not sure, you know, what I can write about. I'm a big fan of James Altucher. 
If you're not sure who he is, he's an author. He's got a podcast. He wrote a book called Choose Yourself. And is it Choose Yourself First? I think it's just Choose Yourself. Um, but I subscribe to his email list as well. And, you know, he is a believer in coming up with 10 ideas a day. He's like, I don't care what it is. But it's like an idea muscle, right? It's kind of just like writing, creating content or anything you do, you're going to get better at it if you do it consistently. And you don't know where an idea is going to hit you, right? So he does this thing and he writes 10 ideas a day. So don't tell me that if you have an idea or you have some sort of business, and and for those of you who are brand new or you're looking at getting started, I'm going to tell you, go find 10 sites that competitors, um, similar to what you're doing, same space, same niche, Look at what they're offering. Make a list of 10 things you can offer as a lead magnet. Close Facebook, close Gmail, turn off your phone and open a Word doc. Start writing. Open Zencaster. It's free. You guys, you, you don't have to pay for it. You know, the, the audacity. Make a recording. Make something of value that you can give in exchange for someone's name and email address. Nobody wants just to quote unquote be on a newsletter anymore. They just don't. Um, I am really ranting. I'm sorry, but it's, it's been, you know, I, this came off of, uh, of an incident with somebody that I had started coaching with and then decided he didn't want to do anymore. I wasn't delivering enough according to this person. Here's the deal, guys. You know, don't look to someone else to start your business. And, and I know where I dropped the ball. I'm not negating that, but in a three month window, you can't tell me you're doing the work if you've written one single blog post. One. Sorry, that shouted. But you get the point, right? It takes two, guys. And building a business, don't look to a mentor to solve it for you. You can get someone to get give you direction, There's, but you have to implement. You have to implement. Oh, I need to take a breath. Here's the deal. All of this is hard because you're making it hard. You've made a decision somewhere along the line that you don't have something that can help someone else. That's BS, you guys. Every single one of us has experiences, stories, lessons, hacks, tips, tricks, whatever you want to call it. All you need to do is share something that made your life easier that you feel will provide value to your audience, obviously, and it's relative to your audience, right? Like, you're not going to want to hack on cleaning out a garbage disposal for me. I don't know. Maybe you will. But you get my point, right? Don't have an audience Define who you want them to be. Don't tell me you don't know who this audience is. Not sure how to do this? Go to Google. How to create a customer avatar, right? What was the first thing that came up when I went a second ago? How to create a lead magnet? Create your customer persona first. So there's another terminology. How to create your customer persona. You know, all of these things, you guys, are at the tip of... There's so much content online, which can be overwhelming when you are creating content, like how do you compete? That's another story. But it's not 1990, you guys. You know, stop waiting for someone to come in and do the work for you. And of course, I love you. It's not my audience. So when I say you, it is universal you. But I'm seeing this over and over again. And here's what's here's another prediction. So we're going to go ahead and put the the uh, the genie turban on, and I am going to whip out the crystal ball because there's all these different platforms for getting a website up quick. But what's going to happen is you're going to have, now you're going to have the businesses are like, well, I've got a web presence. I've got a website. Well, great. I'm going to predict it's not going to make you money. And you're going to have to either spend more money on advertising, find another way to connect to the audience. Because if you don't want to create content, you have to get to your customers some other way. And I'm not saying, 
you know, content is the only way, but it's content or paid traffic or pick up the phone and cold call. Um, but it's just, I, again, I am not about hustle and grind. I, it's just, but just because I'm sick of that hype around that doesn't mean I don't do the work. You have to, at some point, stop looking outside of yourself for answers. You know, we all know what to do. We do. And yeah, there's going to be questions. How do I do this with this? I get that. You guys, that's not the stuff I'm talking about. But you know that if you show up and you do the work consistently, it will pay off. And if you're not in a position to be waiting for that, then you're going to have to do something to pay your bills in the meantime. There's, this isn't, I, I don't know how else to say that, right? Like, why do you guys think I did websites for, for so long? I didn't want to. And maybe I've got clients like, what? But I've gotten really, really honest with myself that it was never the work I wanted to do. You know, so what did I have to do? I I, I had to make a, a pivot. I was like, you better start doing the things that you tell people to do and make a difference. So we're going to end that rant. It was kind of a long one. And please know that I'm speaking from experience. I was the epitome of knowing what to do and not doing it. And the the client work, any service work that you're doing, it takes time away, right? That's the one, that's the, that's the level playing field. We all have 24 hours in the day. And every time you're working on someone else's business, you're not working on your own. And if you want to stay there, just know if you love doing that. And I'm not saying there is, we need service work, right? I get it. But there's going to be a cap. There, there's a cap with time for money. There, you have to hire more. You have to leverage it. But at the end of the day, again, I have yet to meet anyone, anybody who's done service work that doesn't want some more leverage. Even if that means you finally create the course so that you don't have to take as much service work, right? There's leverage. We all want that. My drive behind my business is freedom. I want the quality of life I want. Okay, we're going to move on to course creation because that was crazy. So I've created a handful of courses over the the last, you know, eight plus years. March is my nine-year anniversary, guys, for being online. WordPress chick is more like summer of 2017. Um, But I can tell you without a doubt, I have always made course creation way more difficult than it had to be. I did the exact same thing that many of you guys have probably done. I mapped it out. I'm I'm totally good at doing that stuff, right? I love outlining. I'm not a mind mapper. So I do outlines, I do bullets, I you know, format my outlines because god forbid it doesn't look the way I want it to look. Um but I've done all of that stuff. I've spent time and energy and money on the cool branding and I get the graphics created, I get the logos done, I've planned the how and the when. So we're going to do live calls, I'm going to use this platform. I create the website uh, and then I start producing the content for the course, right? Then when all that's done, because I always created everything first, and by the time everything was done being created, I was kind of burnt, to be honest with you. Um, but when all is said and done, I'd launch it, maybe offer it once or twice was my idea of a launch. Um, and that was it. And then if it didn't work as well as I had hoped, I decided, well, that didn't really work. And that was it. The bucket, right? Instead of testing, tweaking, asking for feedback, figuring out what did or didn't work, 
I made assumptions and I went back to doing work I didn't want to do because I had proven that what I really wanted to do wasn't going to work. It wasn't going to pay the bills. So I don't do this anywhere else in my life, you guys, just with my business. Like, think about it. Like, if we look at, um, I'm trying to give a, a pretty good example. I, I don't know, just health, right? I mean, are you just, it, it, I don't know. I'm, I want to get in better shape, right? I like working out. I went sideways with it sometime, I don't know, a year ago. So it's like, guess what? <laughs> uh, before I go hit anything crazy, we just need to be moving consistently every day. So I did it, right? So it's, and I'm not ever going to be like, well, this is it. I'm 46. My health has gone to hell in a handbasket. It's over. It's over, right? I mean, I remember Tony Robbins saying one time via a tape or something, because we're not buddies. Um, you know, how long would you give your average baby to walk, right? Well, you tried three times, you're done. You don't. They keep practicing. They keep doing it. Why do we do this in our businesses? We decide that we tried something, didn't get results, and so we throw the baby out with bathwater, it's pretty crazy, you know? And so having, I, I just, I would make these, these blatant decisions about things that weren't based on any sort of data or facts. Bottom line, it was easier to play it safe and stay small than take the risk. And I'll tell you what, most people that know me personally would probably never use the term quote unquote play it safe when it comes to me. But I did because I know exactly where I held myself back. And I know where I do help hold myself back still, but I'm conscious of it now. So that starts shifting. So first, let me say that I created my, my first course long before investing in any sort of product on course, course creation. And I don't know. I'll have to see if I, I think the picture's in the site. I'll see if I can add it to the post. My first course, you guys, was, um, Google for WordPress. And it was, this was probably in 2008 or nine. I'm thinking it was 2008. And I so I did this early on, right? My intention was to be an information marketer, not build websites. So it was Google for WordPress. And I don't know, for some of you, if you've, I'll, I'm gonna have to do like a not a revival post, but a the WordPress chick iteration and show like a timeline of graphics and themes and stuff. Because I used to have a little chick, right? Like a, a female, this little chick, she was cute with glasses and a laptop. So um, she was on the DVD cover, you guys. So I did a webinar. It was $29.95. And I showed people how to set up analytics and a site and do the Google Webmaster tools at the time, right? Now it's the Google Search Console or whatever. So at the time, so I I was beside myself because I sold four, right? And I literally had a DVD made through Kunaki, which is K-U-N-A-K-I. It's very old school, you guys, but it's dirt cheap. Like you can have a DVD created for uh, less than two bucks or something like printed, burned, whatever, you know, a a jacket, shrink wrap, and you can even link it to PayPal. So it's shipped for you the whole. Okay. Right. I just, I had this thing, like I wanted a DVD. (laughs) I don't know why I I lie. I do know why, because a mentor that I had hired was doing DVDs. So I thought, Hey, you know, and it wasn't as easy to sell uh, downloadable digital media at that time. Um, where am I at here? So, you know, that is that that was my first course. So what I did is I created an outline. I created the content, you know, for any course, whatever. 
I would go about the effort of setting things up technically, usually some sort of membership platform, create the sales page, checkout page, then promoted it, sort of. My quote-unquote promotion usually consisted of emailing my list once or twice tops, maybe holding a webinar once, and that was it. I may have shared it socially, but barely. Seriously, you guys, I never gave my own stuff the time and energy it deserved. And would people, I was too afraid of people unsubscribing, of offending people. Um, I just, I never, ever gave anything the attention they deserve to grow and flourish. So let me tell you how this has shifted for me with my latest course and why it does not have to be hard. So I've been cre- um, creating a lot of content and emailing way more consistently over the past six months, six months than I ever have in my business. I am not going to go sideways into the whole fundamentals, but it was from that desire of wanting to really understand direct response marketing so that this was, I'm in this for the long haul. I mean, we're nine years in, I'm not giving up now. Um, But it was through, through that commitment, you know, I have spent more time, quote unquote, doing the work than ever before. So it may take me four hours to write a blog post. I'm not kidding you. If I'm doing, you know, you get down and so you write and then I'll edit it, and then I add images and links and related content, and then I go do the social sharing images. It can easily take four hours to do that. Most of my content is like 1,500 words minimum now. Um, and you guys, I haven't even gone back and gotten deep into re-optimizing from an SEO perspective. My the That post I did on uh, the Thrive Content Builder it was the ultimate guide to Thrive Content Builder, and it was, I did a PDF and four videos. That took me like a week and a half because I was having issues rendering videos. I exported them in the wrong format. Um, but then to create the PDF, to edit it, to make sure it flowed, to put content upgrades into that post, it took a boatload of time, you guys. But because of that, my Thrive affiliate income increased. I've created a list of people who are interested in Thrive products, and that post continues to drive traffic to my site. Is there more that I can do with it? Absolutely. But here's the deal. <laughs> I can, I'm, I'm consistently working on this stuff, right? And so now that I've, the more content I create, the quicker I am at creating it, right? Like today's post, you guys, where am I at? Let's see. I am at, uh, 1900 words. Okay. I wrote this in less than an hour because I, you know, the podcast, these posts are a little bit easier for me simply because I'm speaking to you from the heart. Ideally, you're going to get something tangible from this. Um, but it's just, be, you know, I've seen the results from taking the time to do the work. And that doesn't mean writing a BS post. Now, hear my heart when if you get, if you're getting started, it might be a BS post and that's okay because it's going to get better. You're going to find your voice. All of those things fall into place or with videos or podcasts or, you know, Facebook Live, whatever type of content you want to create. It's going to just keep getting better. But at some point, you got to you gotta push publish, right? So what I started doing is I, I knew as I was transitioning in my business to getting out of service work while lead surveys is being built in the background. And if you guys haven't listened to that, there's a link in the post. Um, but while that's getting built in the background, it's like, 
okay, (laughs) I need to make some money, right? So I started by looking at the type of commitment that I knew I could give and the time frame that I could do it in. So I'm going to back up a little bit. Because of the content I've been creating, the emails that I've been writing, and then the recent survey I did with my list, I knew that content creation was a sticking point. Growing an audience was was a big challenge. It was growing the audience, uh, lead generation, and content, right? Because content, it, they all go hand in hand. So where to start with a content strategy can be overwhelming. If you have not been doing much with content, it's it's kind of like, where the hell do I start? Where do I start, right? And if you can't start with the strategy, that much better, but it's going to be a constant, there's going to be iterations of that strategy. And I know this because I'm doing it for the new brand, for lead surveys. And that's, you guys, it's a web app platform. I've already talked a little bit about it. But because I'm starting from scratch with lead surveys, you know, I I know how I want to do that. So for the WordPress chick, I'm working on a content strategy for 2017 and an editorial calendar. But I know what, it's literally just a matter of putting it to paper, right? Like in my head, I already know the type of cornerstone content I want to create, where, where I need to go back and add content upgrades, all that kind of stuff. Like this, this brand, this site, is not on autopilot, but I, it doesn't require uh, the depth of research that I'm having to do stepping into a new space. So because I'm going to take the time to work through this, and just as a little side note, and I would recommend this to anybody, um, I have talked multiple times about my obsession with CoSchedule. And having been a customer of CoSchedules since they founded a couple years ago, I've watched the growth of the company and I am a ridiculous geek about their content. I They produce such great content. They support their audience. They do constant wait. They're almost doing weekly webinars now and it's stuff they've grown into. So my goal with lead surveys is to emulate the audience growth, right? That the, the brand building that CoSchedule's done through content marketing. Okay. So obviously I'm not going to copy what they're doing, but that is a strategy. So I have to go into this with my eyes dotted and my T's crossed with the research. So I thought, uh, I'm going to teach this, what I'm doing while I do it. Makes sense, right? So that's where I started looking at the type of commitment I could give and the time frame that I knew that I needed to have the content strategy completed by, or at least in process by. Um, and then what I thought would be most helpful. And again, I'm all I have to go on is conversations with peers, with friends, with, with, um, subscribers, feedback, whatever, and my own experience. So I knew since I was going to do this, this was the first time I was doing this and that I wanted to get as personal with people as I possibly could, that I was going to limit it. So I've limited it to 10 people. And yes, I do have a couple spots open. If you guys want to join, it's not too late. Um, and I will give out the link. <laughs> if you just go to the wpchick.com forward slash content dash strategy, that'll take you to the sales page. So I thought, okay, how, how does this, how does this look? So I thought I need to do a one-on-one call with everybody so that I can hear, they'll get the the call, it'll be recorded, but I need to know what are their frustrations? What are their challenges? Why haven't, you know, where are they at with content? Are they new? Have they been doing it? It's not been, whatever, right? So I've got my whole questionnaire that I'm going to go through and do a strategy for that. So what I did is I looked at 
the length of time. Because one thing I have learned about myself, and I'll talk more about this at the end, I, I'm i very, um, selfish is not the word, but when I feel like I don't have time to myself, I get pretty resentful. <laughs> so I was like, what can I, how can I show up 150% while providing the most value and, and staying in alignment with my values, right? So I thought, okay, I can do four weeks. We'll do four live classes and a Facebook group. And I'll be in the Facebook group every day. But I thought, I want to work through creating a content strategy. So, you know, one week, the first week, it may be pulling up, you know, how I have backwards engineered. I'm not going to get into the keywords I've used for lead surveys, but what I've looked at, going to look at that content. And already I've started that process where I started doing just a brain dump and just what words do people associate with, with leads, with lead generation, with surveys, with opt-ins, with conversion, all that kind of stuff, right? Because there are going to be keywords that are going to help people find it. And then there has to be a voice that makes people think I'm not watching paint dry, right? So I thought I'm, I'm going to share this process and then swap live during one of the classes Then I'll take a student's content and I will dig through it as just though I were creating my strategy. So I thought this will be fun. And I, and I'm going to position it as a beta course. Everyone will get my time. So that's key. They're going to get lifetime access to this because I will run it again. I don't know that I'll do one on one again, unless it's like a bonus, but basically I'm getting paid to, to craft this course, but I'm being super transparent about it. And, and I'm going to hold their hands along the way because my goal is to get as much feedback as I possibly can about what would be helpful. What, you know, one thing that I think I've trained my audience in a way, like I love plugins, apps, tools, whatever, right? So I share that a lot. Well, maybe the the tools that I'm going to reference, some are, some are free, some are premium. People are going to be like, I don't like that, or this is too involved or whatever. So, so I'll know to include it next time. All I did was mention to my list, I, my almost daily emails, right? So I mentioned to the list that I was going to do this and I had people respond to that email saying they wanted a spot because I'm, I'm truly capping it at 10 because I need to be able to provide one-on-one and there's no way that I can do that, I don't think, <laughs> beyond 10 right now. So you guys, before I offered it, I had people saying they wanted it. That felt freaking great. So let's just back up and say that I got validation before I did any work. Any work. Well, actually, that's not true. I did do the landing page. But keep in mind, I could always recreate the landing page. And yes, I built it with Thrive Content Builder. So the first day I sent the link, I had three people sign up immediately. You guys, right away, this is truly the easiest offering I've ever made. And I'm going to tell you why. That sounded very weird. (laughs) Here's why, you guys, because I believe in content 150%. I believe in the value it provides. I believe in the connection. I, I, I think it's, it's a way that you can, the, the biggest way you can differentiate yourself with your business is just by being you and just showing up as yourself because we can, like anybody else could create posts the way with the exact same topic, right? Anybody else could write this post, course creation, a little rant and um, an effortless start to 2017. It's going to sound totally different if I were to just give you that headline and say, go write a post, right? And you hadn't listened to this or read this. So you are the differentiating factor. So here's what I have done for this so far. 
And I've sold uh, six spots right now. I've got a couple left. I'm waiting on people. But so I mapped out the five weeks. I did one week for strategy calls and then four weeks for live classes in a Facebook group. And if I don't sell all 10 spots, then I'm probably going to jump on a couple more calls with people like, hey, can we touch base? How did you think that went? Can you guys give me some feedback? When can I schedule another call with you? Can I? Can we look at your site together? Whatever. I am not going to do any implementation for people, but I want to guide and direct as much as I can. So I mapped out the five weeks. I created the sales page. I created the product in Kajabi because that's where everything's going to get stored. And I and I created the list, an active campaign. That was it, you guys. I made it very clear. It was a beta offering of the course. It would not be offered at this price again. And essentially, they're going to get me personally to work with them to create this content strategy. Again, I want to understand the pain points, the challenges with content, the questions, all of it, whatever that is. And again, you guys, this was the easiest thing I have ever launched. Seriously. And I know I talked about that with that podcast with John. We put a ton of work into it. And, you know, there's a great example. You got to know when to leave things alone. And I think I talked about this. Maybe I didn't, but we're putting Hustle Free on the back burner for now. I don't know where that's going, um, but it was invaluable, all of it. That's probably for another show. So, because I had been walking the walk in terms of creating the content, you know, I'm con- pretty consistent in producing it. I share it. I talk about content. I share results. I tell how I've done things. My audience already knew they could trust me with this process, you know? So here's the other thing. I do have two courses on course creation. I bought Create Awesome Online Courses by David Seitman Garland a couple years ago. I've got, he's updated it. So I need to go finish going through it because I'm sure like you guys, I did not finish the course. <sighs> Sorry. I don't know. This whole cough thing is crazy. I'm not, I made it through without coughing, but you can tell my voice sounds a smidge raspy. Um, so the Create Awesome Online Courses, I'm in the group and I will tell you that part of the reason is I don't want to sit and watch. The format of courses is key to me. Like I like digestible bite-sized chunks, but either way, his aren't like hour long videos or whatever. Uh, but it's, but it's good content and he's done a great job with it. So I do want to go back and see what I can glean from that. Right. And then I have Rockstar Empires by Troy Dean and Christina Hawkins. And because Troy and I are friends, he did give me the course and being super transparent. Um, and I am creating content around going through this course. And I am an affiliate, proudly an affiliate for this. But Troy gave me the lowdown on how he's done all this. And so I would love to tell you that my idea for this beta course was all original, but it wasn't. I mean, Troy walked me through how he even created uh, WP Elevation, because it used to be a monthly membership. It's now become a certification that people go through and they open and close it a few times a year. He's doing the same thing with Rockstar Empires. He started out just doing live webinars, got some validation, got people to pay for it. It's, and it's, it's really about being honest, sharing the journey. And regardless of whether it's, you know, a pretty polished course from day one, wouldn't you rather create something that people love soon rather than waiting for something that you're hoping is going to work, but nobody's giving you validation. Nobody's confirmed that they really want that. You guys, I was going to do, you want to, here's this, I was going to do a podcast course. I thought, you know what? Because clearly I believe in this platform and that's probably another show too. But when I start made my audience, mind you, I didn't get, you know, 
a 50% response rate on the server or anything. Uh, that was the last thing that people wanted was a podcast course. Now, here's what I can do. And I'll tell you how I will do this because more content on podcasting is part of my content strategy for 2017. So I may do a, a very, you know, epic cornerstone piece of content, you know, how to start and launch a podcast, videos, equipment, whatever. And then if there's a way that I can take that a step further, then offer a paid course on it. But the first thing is to start creating more content around podcasting. The first post, and you guys, I'm just drilling down a little deeper, is going to be on using Zencaster. I freaking love Zencaster. I have Adobe Audition. I've used Audacity. I have GarageBand. I like Zencaster. It makes my life easy. It makes my life simple. Um, so that will be an in-depth screenshots, video, keywords, all that stuff with a content upgrade for people who are interested in podcasting. So I went really sideways in so many ways today. And I'm going to go ahead and just say thank you for following along if you have stuck with me. Um, wow, this is, I, I, I'm not even done yet. Okay. So just all I'm saying is do not overthink course creation. Where I was telling you that I've gone through the Create Awesome Online Courses partially, and I want to finish it, um, and I'm still going through Rockstar Empires, but with both of those, and my point in telling you this is you don't have to invest in a course on courses just yet. You really, really don't. Um, you know, I've got the uh, How to Build Your Word uh, and Opt-in Funnel with Thrive. Well, I need to test marketing that better with different keywords, but I didn't use anybody's methodology. I went through my own process and I documented it. It was really that simple, you guys. And it's like 67 bucks. It's not anything epic, but I'm going to do the same thing for Thrive Leads, right? But here's the thing. Like Troy has gotten massive data on getting what keeps people sticking with the course and completing it. They have a very high completion rate. He has incorporated community and gamification. I'm all about community. I will never implement gamification. I don't want to manage it. And personally, I don't enjoy participating in gamification. It does not drive me. Um, 15 years ago, I would have been super competitive about it. Now I'm like, nah, I got this. So just, you guys don't overthink this. It does not have to be super hard. And I'm going to tell you this right now. And I'm always floored at how many people do not take me up on this offer. If you have something of value for my audience, I am happy to share it. Truly. Just, I, I'm just going to leave that out there. Um, so if you, if you know the topic of the course you want to create, start talking about it and providing value before you launch your course. Show people that you can provide value and that you, um, and you can guide them to mastering whatever it is you're going to teach. And, and don't worry if you say, you know, yeah, but if I give it away for free, th- that whole thing, people are still going to buy it if you put it in a course. I, there, I know there are people out there that have basically, you know, you can do blog to book and people can go read all those blog posts on your site, but they'll still buy the book because it's all, you've made it easy for them to consume it. So no matter what it is, how you do it, start showing you're the person to be trusted for that before you make the offer. And then don't overthink the offer. How's that? All right. So Wow, that was kind of loud. I'm sorry. I startled myself. An effortless start to 2017. So here's what I can tell you guys. And uh, there's, I know I've got a lot of men listening to this, so I'm sorry. Oprah always says at the end of her magazine, what I know for sure. And I was trying to like, I don't know that I can come up with a phrase, but here's what I can tell you without a doubt. 
Um, what I do know for sure that this has probably been the most effortless thing I have ever done in my business. And that is, and I know we're only a year into the month. I mean, a month into the year. Word, it's time to stop talking. Um, I've started simplifying things. I take zero pride in being quote unquote busy anymore. Trust me, I used to wear it. I used to wear busy like a badge of honor. I actually wrote a post called busy isn't a badge of honor. That's bullshit. I wrote that on Medium. The link is uh, in the post. And that would be my standard answer. How are you doing? Busy. How are you? Busy. Busy. You know, Kim was always so busy. (laughs) No, it's like, I'm good. I took a nap. It was great. Or, you know, what did I do this past Sunday? Somebody was like, oh, actually, I made juice. I'm a juicer, right? So that that's a production. I, I don't know. I made like 10 green juices and four other ones. I put them in a mason jar. So that's that took a while. And then I was like, okay, I got to go take a shower. Sundays, I weekends, I take my time with coffee and stuff in the morning. And then this is probably so much irrelevant information, but I'm going to share it anyways. I'm a total Harry Potter fan, right? So I always put on a Harry Potter movie when I'm making juice. Cause I'm, I just like here. I love the music. John Williams is an amazing composer. So I'm listening to the music. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to suck so a shower. And I'm like, I'm going to turn on chamber secrets. Cause I watched the first one guys, two hours later, like I sleep on my stomach, but I just had laid down on my back. I had one of the dogs lying next to me. It was crazy, rainy, windy, right? We finished up a storm this weekend and I had a little space heater it was lovely. It was lovely. So I treasure those days. It was a great nap. I was up late then because I slept so long, but I didn't, I didn't blink an eye. It felt awesome. So I've started eliminating projects, people and work I don't want to do anymore. I've said no, where I previously used to say yes. I have sent out a couple referrals that I had a previous client who was a bit of a handful. I reached out about other stuff and I said, I no longer do this work. Um, Asked for a referral, but based on my experience with said client, I don't feel good referring the the work. But, you know, from that perspective, I, you know, someone else asked about helping set up funnels and landing pages. I can do all that. I'm not doing it anymore. Referred it out. I'm going to tell you, you guys, it's scary. I know what income is coming in. I know where I'm ending this. I know the window I've got before lead surveys launches. And I am bootstrapping my life right now because it's that important to me. Um, You know, it's kind of funny when you think about the fact that simplifying things is one of the hardest things to do. And I will, I will clarify that statement by letting you know that I totally bogarted it from David Abrams of Demio. Demio is a amazing new webinar platform. I interviewed him earlier today, which is probably why my voice is really, really going. That episode will be out next week. Um, but it's, it's, it's like, I think as entrepreneurs, we have this idea, you know, we have all these ideas all the time, right? Write your ideas down, play with the tools and stuff you want to play with, and then get back to work. <laughs> you know, like I really, I allow myself a window every morning. I've got certain sites I go to, certain emails I read, I have my coffee, and I I, I just simply give myself that playtime. That's it. And then if it's something that pulls me back later, or I save the link, or I go back to it, it was meant to be. If not, I don't worry about it. Um, you know, but but really, as I've started doing research and working on lead surveys with Gordon Orlick, um, they're doing all the development. 
I am looking at things through a totally different lens. No tool, plugin, app, or platform should do everything. It just shouldn't, and neither should you. Pick what you do well and go all in, you guys. Just just go all in. Know that you showed up fully. Give your, your courses, your content, your brand, give it the time and attention and energy it deserves. I was recently uh, talking with uh, my friend about this. She shared a brilliant quote with me, which I, I, I really think I'm going to print this. This will give you a little more sneak into my, my, my brain, my spirituality, whatever. And here's the quote. <clears throat> Make sure it's your intuition you're listening to, however, and not your fear. How do you know the difference? Fear makes you feel like kicking, running, and screaming while your intuition feels like an elderly sweet friend giving you sage advice. You'll know the difference when you make your decisions from faith and knowledge instead of the alternative, which never looks or feels good. And that is April Byer. So think about it, you guys. If if there's work that you're doing that anytime you go to do it, you feel resentful, you don't like doing it, you know, at some point you got to make a decision. And, you know, by removing things from my business and personal life, I have created so much more space for the things that I'm good at, for the things that bring me joy and provide the most value for people. This is why the service work has stopped. I won't do long-term coaching anymore. Um, I'm going to be offering an Anybody wants to do this, like you can be my beta for this offering too. It's going to be a one-off session where you walk away with a mapped out plan. You'll fill out the registration form, uh, you know, like a strategy session essentially, but I want there to be a definitive outcome for this. And then we'll, we'll have a, like a 30 minute call where you're going to have some tasks. We'll schedule the 90 minute call in between. You've got some homework to do. You come to the call with the homework and we knock it out in 90 minutes. You get the recording, you walk away with a plan, et cetera, et cetera. That is where my genius lies. Um, I don't want to be responsible for, for, for somebody's success if they do and don't implement. If you want to come back because the first one worked great, then come back. But this is what works for me. This is how I can provide the most value connect at the best level with somebody possible and feel like I'm totally in alignment with my own personal values while wanting to see somebody succeed, right? I love teaching and training and creating content. I don't have the bandwidth for multiple websites anymore. I just don't. So I'm focusing on WordPress chick and lead surveys. That is it, you guys. It's simple. I'm excited and I truly feel happy about it. So there you go. That is my effortless beginning to the year. And I have every intention of, of 2017 staying on this path. So if something else shows up, then I better figure out what needs to go. I, I, I've learned and I, I don't know, depending on, you know, where you're at in your life. I think some of this simply comes from life experience and going through it. And if you haven't had the life experience and, you know, want a simpler life, it's, it's yours. It's totally a choice. Um, and, and even if that means if you're, if you've got the nine to five or you've got other commitments, then it's okay to take longer to get where you're going. It's okay to say, I don't want to work all weekend long, you know, just do what feels right, you guys. And that's what I'm doing. And it is friggin' working. So, I don't know what direction that's going in. If that's what you expected, I hope it helped. 
I hope it inspires you to trust yourself and, you know, reach out guys. I, this is where I'm going. I'm pretty clear. This is what I'm doing. Um, you will see more courses from me. If you're interested, like I said, I've got a couple spots on the content strategy and I, I will offer it again. I, and this is not some ambiguous ploy. I have no idea what the cost will be um, next time. And, or if I'll do the one-on-one, I, I just, I need to see how this goes. And I'm going to work with everybody in the group and, you know, provide the best experience possible. That's really, really what I want. Um, so from that, and, and also you guys, and I'll say it again, if you have a course, a product and something that you think will be of value to my audience, reach out. Oh, I've got, I'm sorry. I have to do one more quick little smidgy of a rant. Where are we at? Okay. We're at 101 right now. All right. I'm going to make this as quick as possible. Speaking of that, I'm going to tell you how not to approach me or anyone else for that matter, because it sounded like, you know, I'm up here in my tower. Here's not, and I don't mean that. I've, it's, it's the strangest thing to me when people reach out to me and it's, they want something or, Here's a great example. It was a while ago. Somebody had contacted me because they had done some sort of epic training on WordPress and they were all free YouTube tutorials. And it was like, we've spent all this time and energy doing this. Will you share it? It would be great. Blah, 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 all that stuff. And it's so, you know, enough about me. What do you think about me? Right. And you guys, I'm not saying that if we don't have a personal connection, that that I'm not going to respond in kind. If you were to say to me, if you email me and it's just Kim at the WP chick, Hey Kim, I've written this great post and, and please, I will, I will preface this too. If you have contacted me and I haven't responded, follow up. It never, it never bothers me. You're not being pesty. Life is busy. I get a ton of email. It's, it's just, please follow up. You guys, it doesn't ever, you're never, nobody that doesn't bug me. If anything, I'm like, God, I'm so sorry. I missed this or I forgot or whatever. So <clears throat> I had someone else contact me and w- had connected a year or so ago and made it clear that they were looking to get some exposure through podcasts. And I was very direct. I said, so you're, you got, you, you want to be on the show. Is that what you're saying? Oh no, no. You know, and just, you know, want to reconnect and see what you're doing. And do you still have the podcast? It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> really? If you're going to reach out and are wanting ideally something from me, how about checking out my site? How about listening to the show? How about sharing my content? <laughs> it's, it's cuckoo to me. But if like, if you're listening to this and you do have something, Kim, I was listening to the podcast where you said, if, if we have something of value to your audience to let you know, I'm reaching out. I've asked you to contact me. That's so different. But it's, it's the, the cold connecting that friggin' trips me out. Like I was so pumped, you guys. Great example. Today I was listed, um, on WP Lift. They did a great, <laughs> you like this? They did a great post called the best WordPress podcasts to improve your WordPress knowledge. Well, I share WP Lift all the time. This is the new owner, uh, Colin Newcomer. Colin listed my show and he put a, it was a great comment, made my day, made my day. Had I not been listed, would I still share WP Lift? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't do it in, in hopes of getting something back. I'm not saying how this works, but I just, if, if you want to connect with somebody, show up and be supportive first, you know, be willing to do some, you know, 
I mentor, I mentor say one time, like value deposits, you know, establish that friendship and relationship. So anyways, wow, didn't mean to end the show on a rant. But since I am truly like a frog throat now, um, as always, guys, I love you tons. Thanks for listening. I have had a couple people reach out and I would love to know if anybody else has had any issues trying to subscribe to the podcast on the iTunes phone app. So if you've had that issue, let me know. I'm not able to duplicate it. Everything shows up correctly for me everywhere. I don't know if this is an iOS, if it's an update, if it's uh, what it is. I'm trying to duplicate it so I could dig a little deeper into this. Um, so wow, that was wordy. That's what you get when I do two interviews back to back. We'll have an interview next week. Like I said, that's David Abrams with Demio. Um, you guys are fabulous. Cannot believe we are almost to the end of January. Here is to a fantastic February, and I will talk to you uh, in a couple weeks. Thanks, guys.